Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the WRW Network podcast. My name is Josh, and today we've got four guests on, and we're really excited about this episode because we're talking about what just happened at WRW this year, and it was amazing, and I don't want to tell you anything else. I'm going to get right into the interview. Let's get to it. Hey, guys, how's it going? Excellent. Oh, awesome. awesome. We are on episode two of the WRW podcast. Um, my name is Josh. Right. I'm going to introduce everybody in the room here because it's going to be different people and probably not me every week. I just happen to be at my house, so that's why I'm usually here. But on my far right, who doesn't care because they're listening to audio, but who are you? My name is Jeff Harden. Where do you go? I go to Koinonia Christian Fellowship. And uh, what is your favorite color? My favorite color is blue. S- that's pretty vanilla. <laughs> That's All right, who's on is. my right here? What do you got? No, it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Sammy Tofen. I go to Romanian Christian Fellowship. Yeah, and you are? And I'm actually also the coordinator of WRW. Yes, you are. Along with Tabby. Yes, you're my wife. your wife, who's awesome. Yep. And on my left, we have? Uh, my name is Jenny Soika, and I go to Philadelphia Romanian Church, and I'm the sister of said Tabby. Yeah, Amazing and if Tabby. you think that, hey, that sounds like Tabby, because she sounds identical <laughs> to Tabby. Yeah. Right? Oh, have you ever put to the phone? Also and it looks like Tabby. A little yeah. Bit. Have you ever put to the phone and she answered like, "Hey, Tabby, you ever do that?" No. Oh. We don't call. <laughs> we no, just text. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. And so, and my name, and again, my name is Josh, and I'm just gonna just run this a little bit. But basically, we are really excited about what just happened. Absolutely. This yep. this yeah. past weekend, and it's we want to just go over what what went down. And I thought, you know, initially my reaction was, um, it was the best one that I've been a part of in three years. Absolutely. So just generally yeah. myself totally and my agree. second time music directing, which I think is a new passion of mine. I actually love it. I never, I don't do that stuff. I usually let the tracks tell me where we are. Um, <laughs> but that was my first reaction. So let's go around the table here and gauge your first reaction, what you thought at the end of the night or maybe a couple of days later, right? Because when you're done leading up something like that, like it get cra- you get like this crazy euphoric, like, oh, like it just, you're worshiping and God was in the room and people were like connecting. That's like the best feeling, but we'll go around the table. Jeff, tell me what was your like kind of, where have you landed since then? Well, I think probably one of the most uh, impactful uh, parts. Of, so this was my first one. Uh, this is the first one that I've been a part of. And just uh, right from the get-go, when we first started moving, uh, or when we first started meeting together as a team, and just even discussing um, what this year's event was going to look like, uh, right down to songwriting, there were so many elements to it. Um, and then it just seems, the time just seems to fly by. You have yep. We did two nights of just incredible worship uh, together and uh, anybody that was there uh, knows just um, just how amazing uh, it was and um, and you know if you if you missed it this year you know you gotta even mark Shame it down now be you. thinking well no it's just I think I think people would really want to uh, you know have it be a part of a you know an annual event yeah. but um, yeah gosh I think probably one of the most powerful um, things for me was just um, the sense of unity from uh, from the leadership and the team as we met uh, together that this was there were so many different people representing so many different churches I think mm-hmm. I think all told there was probably 13 different churches uh, representing Presented at in, least, in at least collection with the, with the teams, but I think it might, it might have been a lot more than that. Yeah, I think last time we checked was like twenty-five. Yeah, that's what I heard. Twenty-five. Right. Twenty-five wow. churches. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the main core is probably closer to thirteen. Yeah, but that's yeah, still a lot. Exactly. And so, in in the midst of all that, how do you you know um, 
Sammy, you said it. This something like this, uh, you said it the night of. Um, something like this shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah, and I think exactly. what ends up happening is there's, um, you know, we we came together, um, all of us with different cultures and different styles of w- w- how we might. Have uh, pursue. Um, I, I like to refer to it as musical worship because mm-hmm. everything that we do in all of our lives ought to be worship. But this is a very specific, you know, a very specific way in which, uh, you know, we do um, we do this in a musical style. And we all have different uh, we all have different ways in which we approach that, and it came together uh, really well. Absolutely. Yeah. Sam, what did you think? I thought I also thought it was it was fantastic. Um, I. I personally liked the the different styles that that came together actually with with uh, the entire night. I loved the the nineties medley that Jeff put together and it was <laughs> it was a hoot man. Oh, man, the overhead wow. projector? <laughs> and the plants overhead on, I'm uh, stealing that for I'm actually wondering, did you actually did you guys actually so, blend okay, the so crazy there's a, okay, so there's a funny funny story. The first night for dress rehearsal, we had I had had this idea that okay, so we were gonna do this. They they gave me the the task of doing a nineties medley. Now, I don't know whether that was a good thing or a bad thing or whether they just thought I'm the old guy of the group. So I figured, you know, he it's probably knows those. That. He probably knows those songs. So maybe give it to him. But, uh, you know, I gathered together these songs. And, and as we got closer, we were like, you know, we're going to we want to try and make this as authentic as possible. I thought, what? What are the chances that we could do? Now, it was held at, at the church that I attend yep. uh, personally. So I just, I, I was looking around, you know, and. and uh, I'm just picturing and Jeff I, walking the halls looking for. No, no, no. Trees. I actually didn't look for it. I actually, call, I actually called uh, our, our incredible sound man, Jason Cook, and I asked him, I said, you know, do we have by any chance an old projector you know where we could put acetates up and and he says yeah yeah that would be great that was so he actually put it together he found one um you know and got it but so here's the funny part so i had asked tracy to be our um tracy dunham to be our overhead girl for the night and uh we said okay it's going to be on the cart we'll have it at the back you wheel it up you know i'm going to say a little thing and so the first night during dress rehearsal she wheels it up and plugs it in and I kid you not, it's facing the wrong direction. It's actually pointing out at the audience. And she and so um you know, she spins it around. Everybody's laughing that's there as part of the dress rehearsal, thinking that that was all set up. That was not set up at all, but it was such a good idea that we said, yeah. we have to do that the night that's of. Really cool. We have to do that. And then and then literally on Friday, mm-hmm. the day of, yeah. the day of the event, Jason uh, Cook texts me and he says, he says, what if we ran out with some plants and and i'm like do we have plants he goes no we don't have plants i'm like every church any? has a room and somewhere I said, with a bunch that's of exactly plants. what i said i said i said don't aren't there some plants in the prayer room like the old section the old part of the church i said aren't there some plants he goes hang on i'll go check and he literally so he's like Oh yeah, we totally have plants. <laughs> so he literally, and that was Jason. That's all Jason's idea. And that's we thought, awesome. oh, that was hilarious. I said the only thing we were missing is some high back wicker chairs or something like that. <laughs> the pastor sitting on the platform while the worship was going on. Exactly. In the back, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Jenny. Anyways. Well, let's go to Jen because you weren't in the band or singing. Yeah. So from spectator. a perspective of you know you're 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 doing the social media and all that stuff, but from a spectating perspective, what was your what was your kind of defining moment of the night? Um. I would say, oh man, the whole night was really good. Uh, I loved it. Like it wasn't exhausting. It wasn't um, tiring. Like I kind of felt maybe other nights, other years that I've been to, it was kind of like by the end of the night, I was like, 
okay, like this could have stopped maybe three songs ago and I would have been good. Mm-hmm. But this night it was the whole thing was just it, all of it was very engaging and could have kept going. It could have kept going. Yeah. yeah. And the 90s medley was very refreshing. Uh, I feel like the audience found new energy through the med- medley. This is why the medley is so successful. It was because amazing. Because nostalgia, yeah. if you look at the signs of nostalgia, okay, this is, and this is, this is kind of, this goes back to the worship war sometimes us worship leaders deal mm-hmm. with, where you get the hand, you know, why don't you do more hymns? Why, and the reason why people are complaining, quote unquote, is that they, those songs are special to them during a point of their life that was really important to them yeah. meaning they were getting close to god at that point in life or something was happening so nostalgia is powerful so when you're throwing up an overhead projector it's funny as it is and plants it brings a lot of people back to that moment where they're like this was where i was like connected and was huge yeah. so nostalgia is important it's and it's not it's important not to gloss over these songs anyway as much as funny as it is they still have power well, and uniquely enough you know from my vantage point you know um it was fascinating for me you know i'm there on the keyboard and i'm looking out and it it was fascinating for me to see the the progression of recollection mm-hmm. as as you know we'd hit the first words of the next song and everybody would turn to one another and, and with a <laughs> surprised look on their face going oh I know this one and I remember this one and and we weren't there's we play the fine balance at least I do as the leader in that situation to play the fine balance of not trying to you know make fun of these songs in any way um, and, uh, you know, as if they were cheesy in, in any way, but but rather honor the fact that these are still, very, you know, I had a lot of people come up to me afterwards and say, you know, we still do those songs. And I'm like, that's awesome. They're great. They're phenomenal. You know, there's they're, a reason why they're great songs. But but more to your point, Josh, you know, earlier on, we this, you call it church worship wars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, this is a, a you know, fast, maybe an up, uh, possible for another, uh, another podcast episode, but just to touch on it briefly, I think in the context of where we find ourselves today, 2019 WRW, we get a whole bunch of churches together and we sing, you know, the collection of songs that we did mm. and whether people like that, like the song choices or, or, or feel maybe a little bit more nostalgically connected to the medley, um, it's such a slice of time Absolutely. when you consider the the length of time that people have been singing praise songs to God and still singing them. Yeah. And it, you know, far back into history, there's you know, there's um, when you look into the Psalms, I, I, I'll I'll use Isaac Watts as a reference. Wrote incredible hymns, wonderful, wonderful hymns of the faith. Mm-hmm. And yet, when he was first penning those, the people the the people in authority over him, you know, thought he was a heretic because this is not how we do. You know, this was not how psalmody would have been put together. And and uh, and so there's a, a there's a real um, interesting dialogue as to how how we honor these songs of the past, whether it's, you know, a 90s medley or even I had uh, several people ask for, says next, next year, can we do a 70s medley? <laughs> you know, pull out some David and Dale Garrett or scripture and song yeah. or something like that. But but just the whole, the point is, is that that what we can do uh, as a region is is you know, just sing these songs that are fresh. You know, that's a biblical standpoint. So yeah. sing a new song yeah, to the Lord. Song and Lord, so, yeah. um, and yet honor um, these yeah. these great songs. And I, I don't even want to really call them old because they're not that old. They're pretty old. But, but they're old. You know, <laughs> well, here's, why, yeah. but here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Here's, 
despite all that, it's there's something to be said for no matter the song. When the band is good, the yeah, song sounds good no matter what. True. You could throw back an old song, and right. if your band is tight, like that's the thing. I think a lot of times we grew up listening to hymns with an organ and like you know, Joyce on the piano. That's all you get, and I'm not saying that's bad, but it's something to be said for listening to it from the perspective of like no literally. If your name is Joyce. By Sorry, way. Joyce, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. my aunt's name is Joyce. I always go there. I don't yeah. know why. But actually, I had I had something to say about that because. See, I, I came to Canada when I was almost 18, okay? That's in the 2000s when I came, right? And actually, my first initial um, ex- expression, I guess, just thinking about that moment when we were singing the 90s, I was remembering a whole lot of the words. Although, like I said, I came to Canada in the 2000s. I didn't technically listen to these songs in Romania. I, I didn't listen to, you know, like, uh, Lord, I left your name. Like, all those songs... I. I did not know them in Romania. Right. Uh, okay, I know them like I knew the Romanian uh, equivalent maybe of those songs, but it just I realized that I knew a ton of the '90s songs, and I, I was I was wondering how is that possible? How is that possible that I could actually remember all that stuff? So I, I did. Maybe it says a lot about also about me that I'm a little getting older or whatever. You're pretty old. You're pretty old. <laughs> but it's it, it was such it was such a good time. The the '90s medley was absolute uh, an absolute hoot yeah. to me. Yeah, it was a good point tonight. Well, I, sorry, I feel like we're stuck on this '90s medley. <laughs> it was like it's the good, highlight no. of the night. But I kind of felt like it uh, united everyone because for me it was like oh my gosh like I grew up in a Romanian church but I was like they had the fake plants too they do the, <laughs> these songs too like they had the overhead yeah. projector too and I just felt like we had a commonality all of us knew young and old in the room that. were yeah. going bananas on all the songs and I think I, that's what excited me like yeah. what wow we weren't alone in that okay that's really cool I think we have a lot more in common than I even knew For me, the night overall was just, uh, the, again, you went back to what Jenny was saying, is that there was no boring parts of the night. Nice. It kind of went off from a technical standpoint, from even behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I want to, and so in my thing, I want to just do shout outs to people that were helping. Because Jason Cook from Koinonia, right? He's from oh, your yeah. church. That guy was legit, dude. He worked harder than anybody else on this event. It's true. He really put a ton of, I just, I'm aware of just how much time and attention and detail he put into it um, uh, uh, over and above and beyond uh, his role Even what we asked him to do. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to throw him a gift card for a coffee. Right. I mean, he was brought in way early. Like he he pretty much put the entire production team together. Yeah. Like the guys on on cameras, the the lights, everything. Like pretty much. And he just, hard worker, serious business, doesn't oh, yeah. laugh at my silly jokes, which is fine. Extraordinarily <laughs> humble. Yes, yes. And, uh, and like, yeah, and that's what I like about him. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of tech guys who are really tech oriented, and I, I know this is very stereotypical, but sometimes can be a little hard to work with. And I've been doing this for years, and not all the time, but he wasn't. It was great. And then guys like Chris Feltman, who came from Creekside, amazing mixer, and the yeah. sound was ridiculous. That kid, that guy, everybody makes fun of the X32, right? Everybody <laughs> makes fun of it, but he. It just goes to show it doesn't matter about your mixer. It matters about it matters about what you mix, how you mix EQ and everything. And he killed it. His son Chandler was on Pro Presenter, did a great job. Uh, We had uh, Jeff Ward who did SDing, service directing, who's from Creekside. Great job that night as well. And we had Dana on Lights who did a really great job, fantastic job. Really, and then she. It's funny because the second night she knew all the stops and hits were, and (laughs) so it was even more powerful. And then we had. uh, I just wanted to also give a shout out to Nathan and Nathan who are on Stagehands, mixing monitors and like bringing mics out and being totally. All the all those worship leaders up there who are divas asking for different mixes yeah. for different things they just without a hitch without any rolling of their eyes just served Correct. you know what I mean choir 
amazing attitude. They're always smiling. They're always just like, I don't know. I don't like being in choir. It's not for me, but like they make it look fun. Yeah. Tracy did some great leadership yep. there and leading the rehearsals. And yep. then uh, when and it came Carissa. to directing between as well as, yeah, Carissa Mack, who did an incredible uh, job as well. So just wanted to shout out the ones who don't really get to be seen very often and just like people selling shirts, making shirts. What a great year, like overall for like people to just like plug in. It was really cool. So what do you guys think about this year's song choices? So for me, I wanted Reckless Love. Sammy stole it from me. Uh, and then hey, You wanted the drummer. I'm sorry, man. You it's true. I got, I got Aileen. She was amazing. Um, but I think overall, uh, song choices were really good. So whoever chose awesome. them, who was on the team for that? Uh, I think we had, we had uh, who was it? Peter uh, Hendershot was Peter? on that yeah. Peter as well. was there. Uh, Jacob from uh, Grandview Church. Yeah. We had Toyosi as well. Yeah. Uh, and then was it Candace from uh, Slate Church? They did such a good job. It was and fantastic, whew. did a fantastic job. And uh, f you know, for if you want to get, if you want to get, I was going to say something. Yeah. Man, Jacob was uh, Tabby was telling me that Jacob had has a really good year to to mash for songs for mashups for mashups. Takes yeah. talent to do that. He's he's really he has a, a like a talent. Very for finding talent, the good mashups, finding that kind of song. Thanks, so, Jacob. Yeah, I think he put together. What, what was it? Uh, Waymaker with... Uh, oh, yeah. Break Every, uh, Chain. Break Every, Break Every Chain, Chain. Which was a good one. And he also came up with, with the one in our in our set, Who who You Say I Am with uh, We Are the Free or Death Was yeah, Arrested. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I think um, one of the things I... Uh, if you didn't know this, the song that I did... Uh, do it again. We were supposed to do Relentless and we wanted it to be a party song because I'm the party guy. That's fine. I'm, I'm happy to be the party guy. But it just wasn't working. Like we try, and we were we, we, we were good try. musicians. Yeah. We had a good team, and we're all, and nobody wanted it. As soon as I changed it, people like were like, oh, visibly like, yeah, okay, good, we'll do something else. So I'm glad we did. And actually, I had someone come up to me afterwards and said, you know, I know that you changed that, and for whatever, I'm so glad because something was going on in my life. They didn't want to tell me too much, and I don't want to tell mm -hmm. who it was or anything, but it was for them. That was what they needed to hear. They came back the second night, and brought their their a friend who needed to hear it, her husband, I think, that needed to hear it, and for whatever reason. The, the, that was what they needed to hear so it was divine it had to happen that mm -hmm. way so I'm happy that it worked out for people and people were, were responding to the I think a lot of people had a hard year for some whatever yeah. reason 2018 was a hard year for a lot of people yeah. I and had so, a great year did you well you're not part of that song man <laughs> <laughs> wasn't for you yeah well I, I think it was pro prophetic I think that change yeah. into that and the song list so set list yeah. Um, yeah and so yeah, overall, I think it, it was is great. one of the toughest things to do because um, if you're a lover of good worship music right now, which songs do you cut out? I mean, there's so many good ones. And so that that job for them became mm -hmm. um, not a matter of, gee, what do we sing? It's a matter of, gee, what do we cut out? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think they um, I, I think it was very evident that they spent time in prayer yes. and listened to the Holy Spirit. Um, as to what, uh, you know, as to what they chose. Yeah, the and that flow was, was good. Everything was good. Like just key, like it ended up being keys were mostly pretty awesome. We had to do a couple of shifts, but no, overall, yeah, like, wow, exactly. great, and, and great even, set. And even that, like, again, there was, there wasn't just one or two people. There were five or, or six or something like that. Right. And to put that many people together and to all of them, for all of them to decide that they're going to set up and they're going to come up with a set list that they're all going to agree on. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. 
Yeah. Uh, but they did a fantastic job again. Talks Let's, a lot about the, the again about the unity of. of exactly, I think that's overall. If we think about and this and again, you say it shouldn't shouldn't work, but here's the thing: it works and it works amazing. Could you imagine going to a church every Sunday that had that type, that level of like worship and production and, and like in unity? Like yeah. holy smokes, it'd yes. just be that would be uh, that would catch fire to a whole nation if that happened. I agree. And totally. so maybe this is a lesson to say: churches do this keep doing this start getting together and start doing events together maybe it's churches need to get together and do christmas things together there's this whole especially in most areas it's like hey we're doing ours because it's going to draw this many people we're doing ours because and it's it's not competition quotes but it sort of is well yeah again and and even if if you look at the moments at the key moments even of the of our nights uh we did the first song in my set was so will i with that dance uh and the video that that we had was mm-hmm. that was actually something that happened already at koinonia church we just took that uh moment and we we brought it into our wrw obviously with the consent of, <laughs> of the yeah, koinonia yeah. people and and that's and that's the kind of thing that we're we're talking about okay we were not ne- necessarily thinking everything from scratch okay while the set list probably is actually set up from scratch, but like the moments, the, the key moments, uh, sometimes we bring, we we pull out from from other churches that yeah. have done in the past, right? The, yeah. Whenever I go to another church when I travel, I'm just going to steal ideas. <laughs> I'm taking <laughs> pictures. I'm doing recon. That's what I do. So I'm hoping a lot of you know what I think a WW might be good for as well is a lot of these people coming and hearing some of these songs they've never heard before because right. their other churches don't don't do that type of music, which is fine. But they're like, oh, and then you ever go to like a retreat when you're young and they play a new worship song and your youth group and you come back and that becomes like the anthem of your year. Hopefully that WW can inspire churches to like hear some fresh stuff. I think it's already doing it because I remember six years ago when when Tabby and I came into WW, that's exactly what was happening for us. We would go to WW and the next thing you know, we're singing half of the set list from WW in the following year, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening, and I, and I really hope that that does happen even now, even today, with uh, all the people that are coming to WW. Yeah. Well, and just to that point, it was interesting, um, not that it was because of WRW, but uh, one of the things, like, uh, um, for our church, Koinonia, we, uh, we moved straight into an event rehearsal for an event that we have coming up, a worship uh, conference, and one of the songs in the set list that we're doing is Do It Again. So, you know, you talk about doing that, but the way we did do it again actually came up as a topic of conversation um, just last or Monday night, I guess it was, mm-hmm. when we were rehearsing how mm-hmm. WRW kind of put that song together. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it became a topic of good discussion for right. some of the things that we wanted to add into uh, into the conference. So, you know, it, it does. It spills Great. out into uh, into the churches. And, you know, it wasn't a... It, I don't WRW and its team and the songs and the professionalism of which it all comes together doesn't exist for the purposes of of uh, um, a show to say to all the churches, look at this event. You should do church this way. I, I think that's really really key that we want just everybody to understand. Right. It's it, there's no question. There is a particular style. There's certain things that that we come together uh, in unity in 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 singing, and people will learn and people will take some of what they've seen and heard yeah. back to their own churches. Um, but it it is more of an event that is just we're we're coming together and and laying denominational differences down mm-hmm. and literally um, having a night of praise. Because right. guess what? 
when we all get to heaven, there's no there's no stanchions, there's no <laughs> barriers, there's no denominations yeah, right. when we when we praise. Because there's going to be people praising in Romanian and people oh, praising <laughs> in Jewish and people praising in Spanish yep. and people praising in you know. So it all comes together as as this beautiful symphony of praise, um, and uh, and I think we got we got a little bit of a taste of that. Uh, uh, you know those two nights. Yeah. Um, actually, Sammy, you were one of the music directors, or right. the band directors. What? Yes. What does? What did that? Um, so, have you had that role before? And if so, you know, t- t- right. talk a little yeah. bit about so, that. What the, What did that mean for you? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as what Josh was saying earlier. I, I, at my church, we were a, a small church. We don't, we don't do MDing. Uh, we don't have enough people to do that, <laughs> so pretty much what I do, you know, I, I hold my guitar and I do like a whatever, like a thing with my guitar. For those of you that don't know, MD stands for music director, <laughs> right, music and director, they've got exactly. a special microphone. What yeah. does that What does that look like? So uh, it's, it's just basically you have a microphone, you, you you dictate into the mic, you know, what how what the sequence of the song is. So you might have, you know, like you might have the click track in there and then the next thing you have is just the cues. So you say, you know, when the intro is, when the chorus verse is, bridge and stuff like that so that people can know where to go in. So, so everybody like that. hears that? Or? Everybody on the band hears oh, that. So, so just the band? Only the band. Nobody. Yes. <laughs> Good point. Thanks. Yeah. So only the people in, in the band hear it in their in-ears, hopefully. Although at one point I did switch microphones by accident and I was like, <laughs> let's do that again. And then, and but heard. it ended up, and they were it like, actually, yeah, let's, and then actually, the worst it like, actually yeah, worked. let's do that again. It actually worked in it your did. favor, and I remember the moment <laughs> that we were talking about that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so that's that's what MDing is. So, same thing for me. Like, it was, this is my very first time actually having to sit with a microphone in front of me uh, and actually dictate to the musicians, uh, you know, doing the MDing job, that quote-unquote. It's a special position that, that requires... Um, a great amount of discernment, mm-hmm. I think, because not just musicality, um, because you can be a really good music uh, musician, you can even be a really good uh, leader, uh, singer, to exactly. sing into the mic. Yeah. But to band lead um, and quietly speak into your musician's ears live while it's happening and, and, and be discerning enough as to what's happening in the congregation as as to whether we need to whether we should whether it's appropriate to repeat a chorus mm-hmm. or anything like that what about you josh like you do the same yeah um, and again it's the second time i did it last year and i was like oh i, I like this mm-hmm. because it basically it's like running a rehearsal i mean but in real time so what happened i'll tell you a couple tr- things that happened so maybe you guys can just get an idea and I have video because what I did is I put a live mic on me and I recorded myself talking as an MD so you guys can get it and maybe we'll throw a video up and show you some of the best parts of it but I for whatever reason I pressed stop and by accident on a tr- on a click that was happening and I didn't realize it until two seconds later and then I pressed it again and obviously we're going to be off and then we the band just for whatever fluctuated right back onto the click really well and I was like uh, yeah, I just want to check to see if you guys are able to do that, and you did it. <laughs> and so I'll joke in the mic, and maybe I shouldn't because it might distract some people. But ah, I think when you play with this level of of, of musicians, like you can have some fun. I think, and that's I mean, it's part of it. Once you're once you're playing with confidence, you can have some fun too, right? I think having fun is oh, important. Oh, so Jenny did the social media. If you look on our, our Instagram, Jeff does some of it too, That's right? right? But Jenny, you did the the questionnaires. Yeah, I featured different participants. Yeah. yeah. And what did you? What was uh, that struck you the most? How many did you do? Must have been like twenty of them. 
Yeah, it was over 20. There's, I think there's 26. Wow. And I nice. had like 15 days. Did anybody have a good like, story that made you laugh out loud? LOL. Oh my gosh. Jeff's embarrassing story was what like was the are, best are embarrassing story. What did you do? <laughs> it was, did you it was not hear down or something? Did you not read <laughs> No. Okay, so I'll share it. Um, <laughs> you can cut this out if you do. This is, no, we're not cutting no, anything. Fine. So um, years ago, I was pastoring at a church up in, I was the worship and tech arts pastor at a church up in Collingwood. And we had finished our first set, um, and the other worship pastor and myself walked off stage and into the uh, into the mic or into the bathroom um, as the service, and uh, proceeded to because I I think it was kind of one of those scenarios where um, we had not had a practice on a Thursday night, so we had all come really early that day. So we had been on stage all morning rehearsing. I don't want to hear excuses. (laughs) Anyways. Um, we're going, and I just, I made the comment that, uh, of just, oh man, does it ever feel good to have a pee? <laughs> and, and he's, and he's standing there too going, oh yeah. In agreement. Like this, somebody came running into the bathroom going, guys, your mics are on. <laughs> and literally like we could hear through from, from the other side of the church, we could hear through the walls that everybody in the, in the congregation just laughing their heads off. So lesson learned. Oh, Make sure you I mean, mute your mic before you go into the bathroom. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, I've heard some horror stories. That's pretty funny. So, Jeff, I know that you you were the pianist on one of the bands, on actually on Josh's band. So what was your perspective as a musician on the band? Well, being piano guy, I guess, for the, uh, for the event, um, just feeling uh, you have to kind of go back to some of the rehearsals that we had and and there was for both bands there was two keyboard players and it was just a matter of you know for at least both of us trying to decide who you know who takes what part who's Mm going to play what and and um just again a gelling of if you're if you're the musicality of all of the people that were involved you know it got to the point where we just we all kind of read each other really well we could hit the ground running um and then of course uh of course night of um you just you 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 play your part and and not you know not deviate from that. Um, again, it's a platform; it's not a stage to perform, but uh, just this uh, opportunity to be able to use your gifts and um, you know. So I I love doing it. I love it's one of my favorite places to to be mm-hmm. is you know is on keys and mm-hmm. um, you know. So yeah. And if you were wondering about the uh, Amazing Grace riff, which was 90s goodness. Right. Who came up with that? You said, okay, I want to do Amazing Grace, but I want to do it. Toyosi's singing this one. I want, you know, kind of a gospel version, yeah. you know, oh, something yeah. like this. And I leaned into something and started playing something. And you were like, whoa, 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 that's a little too gospel. Let's <laughs> let's just kind of, you know, brighten that up a little bit, you know. Yeah. And I said, um, uh, I said, well, what about this? And so I I played that riff. You know, whatever the riff was. And, uh, I just played it. You're like, yeah, 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 go with that. And then, and not, not three seconds later, Brent, yep. uh, who was on electric guitar, uh, Brent Basilian, yep. um, matched it. He heard it, he matched it. And then David, who was our other yep. electric guitar player, he's like, well, what if I played a third above that? And, you know, and then he had this, and then Josh is like, yeah, keep that running, keep that running. Of course, Eileen, our, our amazing drummer, yep. she, uh, she just sat into it. Her groove is oh, ridiculous, you know, of a groove, <laughs> and, and it just worked. And then, and then, uh, and so we came up with that, I think, before we had vocals together, yes. before Toys even uh, sang on it, before we even heard it, and uh, yeah, it just became at the. Now it was funny because I actually went home. We, you pressed record on your phone that night yep. just to get a thing. You sent it to me. I came home next day. I played it for my wife. Yeah, and she says, she says that sounds good. 
that's not going to work congregationally. I went, really? And, and, and I said, just, and I, so I played it again and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, this, this is going to, I said, okay, I see where you're coming from as a, as a singer yep. or as a, you know, an audience, uh, per, um, you know, a congregation member, mm-hmm. you know, it, that, you know, a smooth jazz song for worship might not fly. Yep. I guess we'll see how it kind of plays out. Right. Well, then we had the rehearsal with all the vocalists come right. together and Toyosi was like, just sat right yeah. into it right yeah. away and and I think everybody was feeling it and 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 you know this is a good example of of okay so we worked on a riff we came up with a cool groove mm-hmm. but you can take that on a tangent and distract yes. from what the song is and I don't think we did that I think yeah. we, we we honored the those moments where where when we're singing mm-hmm. especially when we get to the chorus you know and uh, my chains are gone you know so the riff was just just kind of stuck in there gave it a little bit of a twist but um, yeah it was yeah, just it felt like as if boys to men had come on stage and we're doing a song I think it was your sister who's like right. I'm not sure if I should worship or make babies to this music because <laughs> it's, it's definitely like an R&B slow jam and it, I think what we, we thought it was similar to what something like a Kiss from a Rose by Seal or something yeah, like that yeah, but it didn't I, like I listen that. I can't find anything that was close to I mean it sounds like in that era and yeah. I love the 90s like yeah. me I love so. I grew up listening to Boys to Men and like Michael Jackson and like that's my yeah. groove so when that stuff hits me it hits me yeah, right yeah. in the heart I love it that is yeah. my for all like for the record that was my favorite song the entire that night that was your favorite that was song. my jam okay and yeah. I'm going to do that song that way from now on okay I think all right. so all right you know what I, I, I hear you saying about the groove and like it could be construed as like oh it doesn't really fit but when you what the most my favorite part of that song is actually going into the my chains are gone part yes that word it just people just like you, it just opens up yeah and then when we did this down chorus of my chains are gone it just breathed it was really nice i loved it yeah i can't wait to record that song yeah actually uh another moment that i i think was fantastic that i really liked and actually was in that first half was the spoken word that mm. came in amazing yeah let's that talk about in, that for a little oh bit. yeah let's talk about that for a little cause actually audience as member because we heard it 15 times but ask jenny afterwards what right. she thought uh, as a matter of fact uh we had people who were like whoa who wrote that and actually can you send me the words to it we really want we, we i really want to read those again i just want to have it for myself so then we we asked adisha to actually give us the words to the spoken word we actually sent it out and actually it's funny because Tabi was saying man we I think we really need to record that we really need to put that nicely somewhere in a video and uh, to be able to you know to put on on WW for other people to hear it because that's that was such such a good moment in the in the entire night so someone who didn't hear it 14 times even during rehearsal is my favorite part of getting into it didn't matter how many times I heard it yeah it doesn't matter how many times I heard it shivers I got shivers what did you think when you heard it from the audience for the first time uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was a little bit hard to hear her, um, so I felt like that kind of took away from the moment. But I think the placement of it, the song choice, was like really good. It was really powerful, and to follow it with the bridge of "You Split the Sea," mm-hmm. so I could walk right through it. It was like I can't. Yeah, I know. It just built everything built up to that moment, and it just like exploded in praise by the and, time we came into the bridge. And so I think one of the things we're going to do is record it as if for YouTube for WRW YouTube. Do it. Do record that version as we do it, and have her video it and make it look really cool i think it's important that's another piece of art i think that's art i know she's it's like it's 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 like it's poetry it's very it's not even doesn't rhyme but it's poetry right right she the way she delivers it that takes a ton of talent so kadisha if you're listening you killed it she knows that she is free but amidst there are times the flesh has persuaded her to think otherwise why else 
Why else would she still struggle with the same mental shackles, sins, and fears? Or how? How could she walk in the spirit yet still trip over tribulations and trials? Her troubles are many. And exhaustion has taken root. Her arms and feet are heavy. Seeds of discouragement planted in the field of her mind that springs forth frustration. She's tired, spiritually weak, tired of the fight, tired of fighting the same battles that keep reappearing, that keep reappearing in different forms. And if she's honest, though she prays, she fears that mountain won't move like she told it to. Because too many times before she felt let down when she spoke in that mountain didn't move but see what she doesn't yet understand is that when you're a child of God freedom is not the absence of trouble nor is trouble the evidence of bondage for Joshua though free still had to face giants in the promised land so though though the fight in the flesh remains look unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith consider him who endured hostility but now but now he sits at the right hand of God look at all his troubles and let it encourage you in they could not strip away his royalty and though the crown of a thorns that could not take away his title king of kings and lord of lords and though they buried him though they buried him you seek he still lives so that thing that keeps reappearing that keeps appearing Josh, I actually have a question for you, man. Shoot it. Uh, tell me of any funny moments that happened while you were MDing. Anything funny you want to tell us? Minus the click track falling off. Um, Minus that, yes. I think David said something. Uh, he messaged me the other day. He said, "You know what? I laugh so hard when you're like, all right, I need John Mayer to come on the stage right now to do a riff." <laughs> and he's like, for some reason, he's like, I started laughing. Um, he thought, you know what? My favorite funniest moment for me, and it's not funny, but it is funny. But I was looking back at the video, and when I was doing um, uh, my song at the end, I get crazy. But Brent plays off my craziness, and I was watching the video, and that guy, I, 
I'm like, you okay, bro? Like he was like dancing, like like no one was watching. I think like his glasses <laughs> fell off. He, yeah, he's like, no, he took he took him off because he knew what was about to happen, right? And he went bananas, and I, I was laughing. But I'm like, that's his joy. That's Brent's. Well, he, I think we yeah. said something. It's like he, we shred because he bled, right? So they're saying uh, one of the things was these guys are uh, one of the things that overall there's an electric yeah. guitarist quote if so, I ever heard one. You know, some sometimes people are like, why are you? Why do people do this in church? Shred. You know, why do people do this? And it's always been not always. Some people think that's you shouldn't. But man, that's your 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 that's your worship expression of worship. So when Brent's like, he inspires me because like we'll play off each other because we were both in metal bands. I think you can tell because we both <laughs> yeah, have never that. Got, never got that at crap all. Crap core. No. <laughs> but uh, what else was funny? I don't. Uh, Tracy's thing wasn't working. Second set, you can she right. or second night couldn't hear me, so she's just making stuff up. That was great. <laughs> yeah. um, not much. I last year I remember telling someone their fly was down and there wasn't, and they turned around to fix it. It wasn't. It was funny, yeah. but actually, no, it was just. It was a good night of just focus. So this you year. know what? I was actually thinking because hey, there's one more thing I want to I want us to talk about because uh, I feel like going back to Brandt. I feel like if we have a really good picture of him, maybe we can do like a like a nice meme, and we can put oh, you know, the, the whole meme. shred thing. Oh, and then yeah, why don't you talk about that? Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Okay. During your set, right before you did your no, right after you did your um, medley. medley, we were down in the little room that has a TV, and yes. they the, for whatever reason the camera was on Sammy's sister Julia, and she had this like look in her face like she had like f- just forgot like her kid outside in the car for an hour or something. <laughs> I, and I'm like, I love memes. It's, I love memes. Okay, have you seen this picture? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> so I I took a picture of the, the screen and I'm like, I can make a million memes with this, right? And so we're gonna do a WW meme. It's just I think we're gonna caption it and I'll put it up in the is podcast show notes. She's aware. Okay, she's right. super I'm not just, happy about checking. it, but I'm yeah. not, I don't care. Uh, but it's gonna she's be like when you forget the words to your uh, to the worship <laughs> song. But actually, that's funny. Uh, I'll tell you about an MD story. First set, I messed up the pro presenter because I like the chord charts on the back wall, and because I did that, it messed up Rob's song. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have lyrics, because my fault. So I literally fed him the lyrics into his ear because I knew he. Because yeah. I'm the same way. I can't memorize. I'm just terrible at memorizing. And he was like, "Thank you." Yeah. And he'd give me a hug and like, "You're welcome." He's like, "He's like, I guess he was. He, he missed the first line, so I didn't realize. It. I'm like, oh, he doesn't have lyrics. So I started feeding him lines. He's like, "God, is that you?" <laughs> that, was, that was fast thinking, man. That yeah. I, I don't think I would have reacted so fast. Actually, because to, for me, I know that would have shut me down. That would have yeah, been like, absolutely. and that would have been super embarrassing because I wouldn't remember memorize the lyrics. No one mm-hmm. does. I mean, some people are good at that. I have a terrible memory. Yeah. I don't remember your name. What was your name? <laughs> Just kidding. But that's. Actually, I mean, that was funny. I thought. Yeah, actually, for me, uh, there was one very like very bad moment. Uh, it was actually at the very end of the first night on Friday. We were doing Glorious Day at the end, and then we had a mosh pit right in front of us. We and call they, it praise pit. Praise, praise pit. <laughs> praise pit. All right, excellent. They started. They started clapping so hard, uh, and I'm, I also made the mistake to actually take one of my earpieces out. Mm-hmm. And man, they started. They started clapping on the one and the three of the of the white click people. Track. And now I was lost, man. I lost it completely. And the click was going in my ear. And they were way. clapping, yeah. And now they were completely uh, clapping their hands completely differently. So I had to go back, literally. I had to go back or wink at somebody to actually stop my kill click the track. Tra- kill the, kill track. the track. Who did someone run up and kill it? Actually, yeah, I think Tabby did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and then she we saved your finally, life. <laughs> we finally went back to the song and we 
we finished it well. That's funny. But that was really, really hilarious. Yeah, and if I, you were there, you wouldn't have even known that it, that was going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, these I, are the these are the 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 funny, silly little things that happen sometimes uh, on the platform behind the scenes. Um, and and the mark of of good leaders is you know not letting them see you sweat. Not letting anybody know. And sometimes you know, sometimes you do. You just I've gosh, oh, there's been over the years <laughs> I've sure. I've stopped and and chuckled and said. Why don't we start that again? Yeah. This time in the right key, you know, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. you know. But or you forget um, to to move your capo on your guitar and you start the. the oh, I've done that many oh, a time. Man, how many that. times I've done that? Again, I thought there was hardly any mistakes, which was awesome. Yeah, and absolutely. even if there was, it just was nobody. Nobody was stressing. There was nobody like. There was no drama. It was beautiful. And we've had some really, really good feedback yep. um, that has come, uh, you know, come about the event. So you know, so far because we're only. Uh, you know, we're a week away now um, from, you know, from the event and uh, or at least it feels, you know, feels like that. <laughs> feels but like just that. just yeah, just not only from the people involved, but uh, a lot of people, uh, the feedback was immediate, you know, as they were walking out, um, it would just catch somebody and say, you know, that was great this mm -hmm. year. Um, you know, really liked it. You know, we talked a little bit about what some what some folks had, you know, felt um, some some people asked, like I said before, you know, um, you should do a seventies medley or, or just, you know, other people, um, saying, you know, appreciated the sensitivity to, mm -hmm. uh, to different things, um, including things like the spoken word, including mm -hmm. things like, uh, the dance and, yep. and just making it a well rounded night. Lots of great feedback was good. Uh, too. I'd yeah. like to see a few more teenagers on that stage leading worship. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Um, because obviously like whatever's happening within the team on stage, um, like you said, there was no drama, there's no whatever. We were just having fun that, that shows in the worship and i think mm -hmm. that the whole congregation can feel that so how would you compare this year like what was different in terms of the team in terms of the dynamic of the team that was different from other years because this year for me was just explosive was really good so would you say the dynamic within you guys and how you prepared or the leadership how was that different leadership is huge for me because um i'm a terrible planner i'm a terrible administrator and i'm willing to admit it but i'm, I'm a creative so having Tabby and Sammy, like I can't, I can't even tell you how many times I texted Tabby with something. That was made it really nice because I could, I could reach out to Tabby or Sammy to, hey, can you guys take care of this? And they would. So it took it off my mind, right? I didn't have to worry about it. And then in, in, in turn, it just ended up being way more relaxed because I didn't. No one was stressing about something I missed because I would have missed it, right? Mm -hmm. You know that helps a lot. Being prepared was huge, huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think even even for us, uh, because we, you know both both you and I together, we don't do MDing at church. But I just felt like uh, it, it just felt right actually from the from the get go. Especially when you have ex extremely great musicians who they come in. I remember many times I, I missed giving uh, people the cues, you know, mm -hmm. uh, over the microphone. Yeah, and they were they knew what they were doing. Yeah. a couple times I actually gave them some bad cues, and they're like, <laughs> they're looking they at you like, going. No. <laughs> they kept on going. I said, hey, you guys know what you're doing. Don't listen so, to Sammy. <laughs> but uh, no, they're they're good sports, all of them. Like they're they're really there, and and I don't know. At least for for my band, it seemed like everybody got along. We actually took the time. We sat down. We talked. We introduced everybody we talked about it you know some of them they kind of knew each other from from other uh, times when they were playing together um like and then uh, steve actually steve is part of that group mm -hmm. uh, steve warner mm -hmm. part of that group that started wrw years ago so i was really happy to have him back and mm -hmm. uh and That's cool. be my pianist and I, I really enjoyed playing with him 
uh, he's he's also very excellent uh, musician. So you talked a bit about what your band was like this year, but how 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 was that different compared to other years? Because this year was different, and I wasn't involved with the planning or anything. But as a spectator, it just felt really different. So so would you say that your dynamic with your team is was different than it was other years? Um, so for me, again, I've this is this was my first year MDing and actually being part of part of the the musicians and actually hanging out with them. Um, I would like to think that maybe the reason why things were more relaxed was be- because we hung out a whole lot more. Um, and again, whenever whenever Jesus is at the center of everything, when you you just lose everything, whatever it is that you think you know, or whatever it is that you think. Uh, you know your ideas or whatever it is that you bring with yourself uh, a lot of the times we want those things to happen uh, even even myself as an MD I sat down with them uh, I took their feedback I talked to them hey what do you guys think about this we, we communicated they felt like being a part of the process a whole lot more and that I think also uh, knit the, the entire band together more. Everybody had had feedback. Everybody had something input. to say and input into what was happening. And I feel like that that's what brought uh, the whole band, I think, to a whole new level. Um, again, I, I, I can't really say if what happened in the past because, like I said, I, I never really, I, I've never done MDing for WRW. This, this was my first year. Some of that uh, also, too, like you can't you can't pin it on it being in a different place either, too, because a lot of a lot of the rehearsal and a lot of the meeting happens before we even ever get to and like last year it was at Forward, this year it was at Koinonia. So it wasn't that it was because it, it was at Koinonia that it ran smoother or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That had nothing to do with it. Um, it is the unity of the team. It's the getting together. It's the even right. though it's my first year, I can I, I can read enough into it to know that from years past. Um, you know, to your question that, that the more you spend time not in front of your instrument and just getting to know one another, you know, it's, it's interesting in how powerful, um, Jenny, what you did in putting those stories out on social media, um, you know, we're, we're kind of doing the same thing for, you know, the engage conference. Mm -hmm. It just is this whole idea of allowing people that come uh, a chance to personally and a little bit more intimately know Mm -hmm. Who it is that's up on stage? What are their, you know, who are they? Who yeah. are these people? They're just, you know, they have names, they have families, yeah. they have likes and favorite movies and colors and mm. all that sort of stuff. And it really kind of made things feel a little bit more comfortable. I don't think that mm. I was aware of social media being used as powerfully last year as it has been mm-hmm. this year. And so Absolutely. that has a lot to do with it. Um, and being, you know, being, uh, you know, quick to, uh, quick to post certain happenings we would we would um uh you know i was looking after facebook you were looking after instagram but we would and sometimes those are tied a little bit but just the whole idea of sometimes we were you know posting a pic of of when we were at uh, even before rehearsal started like even at the meeting or or um you know some of those uh some of those coffee dates that we have at williams as as a planning committee um you know just yeah the breakfast meetings you know to just um this uh uh, opportunity for for unity and so the more and more people are connecting you know it's a, a way that a way that people connect a little bit more um, you know these days and so gave chance um, 
I think it also made everybody that was involved in the platform mm-hmm. on both bands maybe just that much more approachable mm-hmm. because people had either seen something on, you know, they saw Instagram and, oh, you're Jeff, right? Or, or mm-hmm. you know, you're Sammy, right? You know, so the people, it, it, it just, it made, we weren't this, some super band that had flown in and, mm-hmm. and, and been exactly. put together. So I think yeah. there's, I think that was, um, actually was, uh, it's important to mention that. I think that had a, that had a huge effect on, on, on the comfortability of, of even just, even each other. Like, gosh, I was two practices in, um, uh, I'm sorry to say, and this is on totally on me, but just before I actually knew all the names of the people I were, I was playing with. Um, and, and then, you know, these posts start coming out about all the different people involved. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's who that, cause I've heard that name before and just, right. I know who that is now and yep. you know what church they're at and yep. oh that's so good and you know so I think that's was really powerful I think so too Danny uh, who sang We Are the Free the WRW song he said okay that's great now they're not just random people walking into practice I'm like I have no idea what they're doing here like how involved they are who they are anything and he's like now I can look on Instagram and be like oh, okay that's mm. the drummer that's the electric guitar player I was, I'm thinking maybe for future dates I don't know like how uh, hard this would be but because at Koinonia, they, they'll, they'll have the camera on the singer uh, as they're starting, and then you can see it on the big screen. It would be really cool to have their name and, like, what church they attend just kind of appear there on the bottom of the screen so that the congregation can know, like, oh, okay, they're from Certainly Greekside. Possible. From, Certainly possible. Yeah. And in a context with, with an event like WRW, I think that could fit. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, yeah. A, a, you know, and it doesn't have to be big. You know, we're no, not no, no, splashing no. that they're, you know, this artist or anything course, like that. No. It's Just uh, kind of appear there um, first and then disappear. But to just say, you know, here's, here's who some of this region is comprised yeah. of in exactly. our leadership. Yeah. So. Jenny, how hard did it uh, was it for you to uh, post everything on Instagram? <laughs> it was hard, <laughs> but it was good. I think I just bit off a bit more than I could chew because I only started with Instagram, like I think at the beginning of February. So that left me like 20 days to do 26 people, and that wasn't even everyone. Wow. If everyone would have responded, um, I can't <laughs> even. I can't even imagine. You did a phenomenal job. All Thank, the you. Little, um, Thank you. I'd be feeding my, feeding my and, baby yeah. and ah. doing Instagram at the same time. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about some of the, was there any specific feedback um, that either of you guys received uh, in regards to the event, um, either personal or, you know, rather than, because I think everybody just kind of went away with an overarching feeling that it was good. It was good. But there's got to be some stories that uh, that I'm sure haven't even come out yet. But uh, I know that we're aware of some. Do you know? If- I know just for me personally, like I couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> I went on Saturday night. It literally took me so long to unwind because I was so excited. I got home at one. We went to the restaurant after and I was just excited. I was excited about the night. It just seemed like such a big success. And I was proud of everyone who was a part of it. And yeah, I just look on cloud nine. I still feel like I'm riding that wave. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, there was a few people who actually said that, uh, actually people who were involved who who said that, you know, the, the work benefit uh, ratio actually, uh, the, the, I mean, the effort that was put into it was really worth it all. Uh, not necessarily because, because there isn't a lot of effort. It, it is, there is a huge effort. But I think just being around with people, and that's exactly what this particular person was saying, you know, being around these people, uh, you have people come to you and encourage you and it encur- it's so encouraging to have people say stuff to you that sometimes are prophetic sometimes they are they're just they're they're just words of encouragement 
and you leave completely changed, basically. Well, and we know that there was definitely people that that had chains broken that night. I went second oh, night on Saturday. I I after I had finished the '90s medley, I walked around to the back um, of the auditorium, and um, a guy. Uh, came up to me who was just who had his eyes very intently watching another uh, another young man who was just kind of praying and and uh, he came over to me he says that guy right there pointed to him everybody's just singing it's really loud in there and he leans into my ear real you know because it's loud he leans in he goes that guy right there was just delivered from something that he struggled with for years and years and years and years wow Wow. His chains are broken. You know, so these are these are the really, really powerful Mm -hmm. moments of what, uh, you know, what gathering together, um, Mm -hmm. you know, praise, praise music is a bomb, uh, you know, to soothe the soul. Uh, David played his harp for Saul to calm him down. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's um, we're just and, you know, maybe it's maybe it's fair to say that, uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and and, you know, you were there at the event. Um, you might, uh, and you have a story, maybe it's something that you haven't told or, and, uh, you know, we would love to hear that and, uh, you know, either send us a message, uh, through our social media channels. Um, you can message us, uh, through the website, uh, or go to, go to the Facebook page. It's probably the easiest way, the WRW network Facebook page and, you know, send us a message. We love to hear what, uh, what happened. And, uh, or, or you can just email us at the contact www.ca as well. People have done that in the past. That's a wonderful way too. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what was a bit different about this uh, year. It was a lot more, it required a a bit more engagement, I guess, from the audience. Um, You know, when Pastor Brian prayed and he was like, who here had a tough year? And, you know, people put up their hands and he just like prayed over those people. And yeah, it felt, it felt less like, okay, I'm just here because I'm part of the region of Waterloo and I'm just going to watch. It was like, no, we're actually in this to get together we're worshiping together um and i think that's why we did see people set free from stuff that's right all right so that i mean overall was amazing you guys thanks for coming into the to the to the basement of shame because my house is super messy (laughs) um our pleasure but where can they check us out our lives to be here i know it's true it's (laughs) terrible outside uh where can they check us out sammy so uh you can check us out on the on the website www.ca yeah uh also on the social networks i think on youtube uh sorry on U- youtube and facebook and Insta. instagram do you guys want to say what the what yeah it's wrw network on, on all of it yeah, wrw super network easy on, and this uh, podcast is called wrw network podcast podcast yes so original anyway thank you guys for being here thank you for checking it out and um, um i can't wait to see what we talk about next month it's gonna be fun thanks for having us thanks yep. peace peace Hey guys, Josh here just forgot about one thing. We have got some WRW t-shirts. We are the free t-shirts that we were selling at the night um, and we've got some left over. So you want to head over to WRW.ca slash merch and you can order your shirt and it will be uh, shipped to you. I think it's 20 bucks for the shirt, five bucks for delivery. It's a really good price for a shirt and it's a, hel- it's a way that you can help us uh, support the next WRW as well. So just wanted to make sure you knew about that. Head over to WRW.ca slash merch and buy your shirt today. Thanks.